0: Welcome to episode
1: 21 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today's episode is the season finale for season one, Within the Serpent's Grasp. Holy cliffhangers, but we'll get back to that. I don't really have a good AKA, this one. (laughs) AKA, oh, AKA
0: the one that finally takes place in space. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: This I'd is like a, a space space show space that travel. has space. not actually traveled in space. It's, it's just instantaneous space. to a planet. This is our first I'm just going to say train. space again.
1: The final frontier. The word has gotten weird now. Space.
0: Space. Okay,
1: I'm not even drinking. What's going on? <laughs> okay. But yeah, so today's the season finale. I'm so excited. I cannot wait for the first episode of the next season. Because just to
0: let you guys know, we had talked about whether we are going to watch this as, like, one part or actually split
1: these up. We split it up. Grace has not seen the second half of this episode so yet. I don't know how it goes. And while I am not willing to wait an entire summer like people had to do <laughs> back in 98, I just, out of some sort of sense of camaraderie, I said I will wait a week.
0: Yeah, a I week. will
1: definitely not indulge in a binge week. and wait a week to watch this.
0: Although, to be fair, she gets to watch it right after we record this. Very true. So <laughs> let's get through this. <laughs> so this first aired on March 6, 1998. The story was written by James Crocker. Uh, this is actually his only story credit for Stargate, but he's mostly a producer. He did a lot of like Lois and Clark, DS9, Twilight
1: Zone, things like that. Dig it.
0: So it was written by Jonathan Glasner, you know, the executive
1: producer this of the is show. It's just a name we may have heard here or there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He actually directs the second part coming oh, up. Oh, cool. Um, and the it is directed by David Worry Smith, um, who just did There But For the Grace of
1: God. Cool. So, that makes sense.
0: There's no planet this week, because we discover halfway through the episode that we're on a gold mothership. The planet is spaceship. The planet is space. <laughs> but we also do get to see the return of Peter Williams as Apophis, Alexis Cruz as Scara, and uh, Brett Strait is Ferretti.
1: Oh, I forgot about Ferretti. Yeah, Ferretti. Ah, that's right, yeah.
0: Um, he's always fun. So, let's get right into it. We start with Hammond shredding all of his documents. Yeah. There's a lot of paperwork involved with shutting down the SGC. Yeah. Um, Hammond regrets that this is the last thing he'll do before
1: he tires. You know, he could probably have, like, a secretary do that. Or some other people to just sit there and shred. But I wonder if it's
0: just like it's a thing. Like I have to do this. Like
1: that's true. Some sort of visceral. Yeah, I have to watch this go down the tubes.
0: Um, Because he was about to retire before he got command of the SGC, so it's about time. And it was one hell of a ride.
1: It's Time to go grandpa it up out there.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, (laughs) trust me. I'm sure he is a fantastic grandpa. Oh yeah. He's total grandpa type. (laughs) Although I feel like he's the grandpa type that you don't piss grandpa off.
1: I I agree. But I wonder if grandpa tells these these fantasy stories. Yeah. has yeah. kids at night
0: oh and he the, the, if he has granddaughters they are so wrapped around we yeah, know his yeah, granddaughters yeah. in fact That's so right. wrapped around his little finger Ooh. um are you just kicking I'm my just desk I'm just kicking things okay. I'm so angry <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> the you see is getting shut down what the heck <laughs> so Jack argues again that these are crappy orders, and you know we're the one line of defense against protecting the planet, but Hammond points out there's are still orders, shitty or not there's the still time orders to be
1: done yeah
0: um, Hammond actually went to see Kenzie twice uh, the second time he was forcibly removed. he also went to see the Secretary of Defense and the Joint Chiefs and even the president, um, but it, the president said it would be to rise over the Senate committee would be political suicide in this case. He goes, it's done. The Stargate will be buried figuratively and literally.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: So it's not like Hammond could have... No, I tried I'm, any Carter Yeah,
1: I'm kinda glad that they wrapped this up in a conversation right off yeah. the top and they're so like, you Look, that-
0: we tried, we made it never yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But let's get to some other stuff
0: Here's here. the one thing is I wonder if this is actually the president's first term because I feel oh. like if he was if he was not going to have to be running for reelection again, he would give less fucks about this.
1: Well you would think that this is the case. I mean, wouldn't have this been Clinton? Wouldn't this have been his second term? I don't know because I also wonder if it's a if
0: it's a, if it's a uh, uh, n- like not real following yeah, presidential
1: yeah. thing. If we're, so let's put it this way: if we were following reality, yes, we would have gotten Clinton at the end of his term. Yeah, dealing with the impeachment, Lewinsky yep, yep. stuff, and he would have been like, "I give no shits. Keep your program." Well, he was also he <laughs> also
0: may have like he's like I'm in the middle of all of this shit already. I can't deal with, can't your, deal that's with very anything true. more.
1: That's true. That's true. Think of it that So way. It,
0: it either is an actual Clinton dealing with shit that he just, like, I can't get in any more trouble.
1: <laughs> yeah. I have no more trouble to get he into. he is a
0: first, he's a first-term president who's worried about re-election. Very true. One of those two. <laughs> so anyways, back out in the control room, we see that the gates and all the controls in the control room are covered in the gray sheets, like we first saw the Stargate in the pilot yeah. episode. Oh, well, sad times. Um, and the gate's going to be buried the day after tomorrow. And Jack said Hammond has given up. Which seems really harsh, and I kind of want to yell at Jack for that, because you just heard all of the shit Hammond just went through to try to get this place stayed open. That's true,
1: but, you you know, Jack has to go through his own stages of grief. He does. And, and he is the kind of guy that's going to live in anger a little longer than most. I know, but I
0: think it's... It, I think it's specifically... Not being angry about it's one thing, but I think... Tr- in essence, throwing Hammond under the bus and saying, well, Hammond's given up. That's true. Is a bit harsh and a little... It's a little over the top. It's, it's a not right. It's definitely not right. A little, a little, dramatic, right. Yeah. A little yeah. dramatic there. Yeah, he's pouting. Jack. He's, he's big old pout. Yeah. That lip. Yeah. Um, anyways, Teal'c and Daniel says they need to go through the gate as soon as possible. Daniel wants to uh, go to the coordinates he got. Um, Teal'c T- just wants to get away from Earth so he can keep fighting. Right. Jack is not fond of the idea of going to whatever weird coordinates Daniel has, because he still still doesn't believe Daniel's story in any That's, way. That
1: part I'm having a hard time wrapping my brain around. Yeah. It's like, how do you... Have we really been this far and you still don't trust yeah, him? exactly. Come on, but fine. It's Daniel.
0: Um, yeah. But... The the debate is going on right now you know they can dial to see is it even going to lead to the same place in this reality sam is kind of the voice of reason here saying that you know her and Jack would be court-martialed because this That's goes true. against direct orders. And Jack does point out that that would only happen if they made it back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which, you're gonna die or you're gonna die. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so um, which one would you like? <laughs> so Daniel points out they have to try. If the attack doesn't happen, everyone and everyone's family, everyone you know, everything in the world is going to go up and, you know, flaming fireballs. Yeah, we're all gonna die. Um... So much death right now. This is a big theme. Yeah. <laughs> Sam asks, if they do go, how can just the four of them do anything? And this is, I think, my favorite quote of the entire everything. Mm-hmm. Tilk goes, if the coordinates of the Gould world, which are not on Abydos, Cartouche, the Gould will most likely not expect us. I believe a medical attack would be successful. And Jack goes, <laughs> surgical attack, Tilk. It's called a surgical attack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know he was close he was in the right realm exactly he's like, what is the you know there's an english word for this thing
0: so here's the thing. this uh, one of my favorite lines and it's a continuing theme of where teal gets like the the english phrases yeah just, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah just a, just a little off. off yeah just
1: a little off well you yeah. know he's such an intimidating figure i like that they do that every now yeah just a little <laughs> bit of comic relief without him knowing it and he's like what exactly what did i do
0: Uh, Jack points out that if they don't go and they do attack, he's going to feel like an idiot. And everyone agrees to go.
1: All for one, all for for all. Exactly. Let's do this. Rockets.
0: Now the whole team is geared in black ninja gear. (laughs) All, all weaponed up. They activate the gate. Carter does what she can to slow down the people that be coming after them, like, uh, you know, security measures and blocking gates. Um... And they do come after him. The door's closed. Hammond tries to swipe his badge and it does nothing because she's, like, locked out yep. everything. So the male pet's to the gate and it's dark. Sam turns on the infrared, she says. For some reason they see tinted night vision. That's not infrared. That's not how that works, but Because okay. infrared is heat. It doesn't even look... It's just <laughs> a red tinted... Like, n- night vision. She could have just is.
1: said night vision. She's no, she's, to- <laughs> she said infrared. That's what I'm saying. She could have yeah. just said night yes, vision. Yes, we would yes, all been on board. Which have
0: been accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so they see the ancient Egyptian storage containery boxes. Um, Hammond and his team are coming into the gate room. They run for it. Run through the gate. Hammond's a little pissed off.
1: Yeah. And credits, this was all the cold open. Yep. That's when I was like, oh, this is going to be good. So I grabbed my folding chair yeah. to watch the toaster. That is an imagery reference.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so on the... Planet, you can't see my quotation marks. I have quotation marks going on. Planets. Uh, Jack tells Dana to send the melt back because they're polite to return the melt. <laughs> we figured you yeah. would going to begin. He's This me is Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're in a room with some gold shipping crates and then stuff. That's like
1: sneaking out of the house, but then when you come back, taking your shoes off so you don't get the carpet dirty? Yeah. Or I don't know. I've never understood why people take their shoes off when they come back in. You're going to hear you, no matter what. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Maybe they're really stealthy. I don't know. I don't I've never understood. I never
0: that. I never snuck out of a house and tried to sneak back in. Before, well I so had I a very know. twisted
1: I did it look, I'm look, I can't I wanna sneak back in, but I'm really proud of how I got out. Isn't it cool? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm
0: grounded. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> so inside the gold shipping crates are weapons, and we are introduced to everyone's favorite weapon, the Zetnicatel or Zetgun.
1: Uh, the Zetgun. I was a fan of the Zetgun. I Is wanted it, it's one. Awesome. I was like, where's where's my Zetgun? I want one. I want one. I need one. I need a nerf version or a water. Gun. Actually, it looks like a good water gun. Version it does. Because it's all rounded. Awesome. So
0: one shot disables. Two shots kills, and we're going to ignore the third shot. Yikes! Yeah. Third well. Shot j- just it only lasts for spoiler. It, that 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 feature of the zack gun only lasts for a couple of seconds. I realize how shitty of a thing that Yikes,
1: is. Yikes! Yeah, let's just uh, disintegrate people forever. So it's one and two shot. We're gonna leave it at that. Um, what if your trigger gets stuck? You're like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was just trying to maim you. Oh god! Oh, what do I do? What do I do? I love.
0: I just love oh, the zack gun.
1: It's so cool,
0: and it just it does anyway. the things. You gotta have an alien weapon Never like, have why, a science show. Why did you show. keep
1: moving? It was only trying to shoot you the one time. So suddenly
0: there's a high-pitched noise like an engine, maybe? A what? Yeah. And they're all thrown down except for Teal'c because Teal'c's a ninja. Um,
1: yeah. Teal'c so is that guy on the, on the BART who, like, I remember there was always one guy on the BART whenever we'd go up into the city who could read a book yeah, and not hold on to anything, and just said every stop was fine. Did I usu- not even shit. I
0: usually try to be that person. I'm not C-Metro. that person. Like I, I, I see it sometimes. Where and I do it actually on like the monorail in Disney. I do it at the subway in New York. I do it on like everything <laughs> like that. I try to like. Not hold on. Or if I have to like maybe just lean my arm against it at the last minute. But I always try to see if I can do everything without holding on and be badass.
1: I'm not that cool. I'm not (laughs) give me something to hopefully there's a pole I can wrap my arm around because I'm not tall enough to reach the top part either. That part sucks. I'm not that short. These are not built for normal sized people. I don't know. I These to, are built for Vikings like no Nick and bartender them. Nick.
0: I don't understand what your problem is. All right, then I'm done. Um, so Daniel goes to dial home. Uh, nothing happens. He tries again. Nothing happens. <laughs> None That's the sinks. not good. You're done. Yeah. You live here now. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Uh, so the lights turn on and some serpent guards come in. SG-1 scatters and hides. There's a large ball, which the way it reminds me, not when I first saw this, but now it reminds me of the giant sphere that the Daleks were in in the episode of Doctor Who where uh, Rose leaves. Oh, jeez that's a way back that's yeah, quite a callback I know but it's like this, it's the same the sphere looks the same except I think the one in Doctor Who is silverish and this one's goldish
1: okay yeah but it's yeah. the same just like perfect floating sphere I just thought the you know the security cameras at Target is what I thought <laughs> so, are
0: those perfect floating spheres yep yeah, okay. as far as I'm concerned I clearly have missed those security <laughs> cameras <laughs> um, and so uh, the, Daniel kind of notices that he left his night vision goggles out in the middle of the room because it's Daniel and yeah. he just leaves his shit everywhere Way to do
1: that. can you imagine living with that man <sighs> it's like pick up your shit all well, you day long apartment. all like, day you know. long my goodness yeah <laughs> but the good thing the
0: guards are completely oblivious uh, <laughs> they leave the room because the ball's now in place and Jack always gets a happily tingly feeling when he sees those guys. <laughs> yeah, well. The yeah. Sphere is a good long range visual communication device, somewhat like our TV, yeah. <laughs> but much more advanced. Yeah. So, this is, I think, the one place where the original airing had one line, and every other time the show's aired, it has a different line. Oh. Because this was on Showtime when it okay. aired. When that, when after Teal goes, it's like your TV, Jack goes, think it gets Showtime? <laughs> and awesome. every other time it's aired, Jack goes. Mm ghoul TV, <laughs> because both Jack and RDA are Simpsons friends. I
1: like that; that works. And You know what? What else do you want when you're stuck on an alien ship? But some yeah. TV to watch. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so back at the SGC, Walter confirms that it was SG One that went through. Yep. Duh.
1: Because there was ever doubts. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Someone did a stupid they're thing. Really, yeah. They really more just like, please surprise me and tell me it wasn't them. Can you please someone, surprise me. Someone <laughs>
0: broke the rules at yeah. the SGC. <laughs> Who who else would it be? (laughs) Those
1: meddling kids. (laughs) (laughs) Freddie
0: wants to go through and get them, but Hammond says that they only have to bring them back for a court-martial. Freddie asks to speak freely and says that Jack saved his butt more than once. He wants to go back them up. Mm -hmm. They're willing to take the risk. SG2 is willing to take the risk. Right. So, back on the ship, our team runs. Uh, they hide into a room where there's a sarcophagus and they get distracted by a window. <laughs> Sam, Teal'c was standing there, Je- or Sam joins them, staring at all because they're not on a the planet. They're in hyperspace
1: now. Here's the thing we're just floating in space. They've
0: gone to plaid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Spaceballs! Oh, goodness. They've gone to plaid! <laughs> That went way up from my head for a second. Oh, I I, I apologize. I feel like I need to you do to, penance for not remembering that one. You have to, you have to
0: jam, jam the sensors with Raspberry. <laughs> oh, goodness. I love Spaceballs so much. Um... So back in the gate room, Hammond points out that SG-2 is officially going to bring SG-1 back for Kurt Marshall, but Hammond just wants them to bring him back alive and well. Mm-hmm. But Chevron 7 won't lock. And Walter's going to go figure out why. That's the thing. That's so they're the not thing. going anywhere. Yep. So Teal'c's never been in a vessel like this. Most accelerate very differently, which is why he didn't know earlier that that was a ship accelerating. Because right. um, And most don't have their own Stargate either. So Jafar runs into the door. Everyone but Jack hides. He makes some smart-ass remark about where is the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> Teal and Sam hit the guards with the Zack gun. Uh, we learn that the window, just a random thing, we learn the window is actually a force field because apparently yeah. no transparent material can withstand the speed and the temporal displacement.
1: That's, um, I like that idea.
0: Let's really hope that ship never loses power.
1: <laughs> yeah. because, because everyone dies. Instant <laughs> decompression. Yeah.
0: And when you're in hyperspace,
1: So what you would happen? Would your brain explode? P- what would happen exactly? Is that what would happen? Wait, if, if you just had Let's the, say the force field drops out. We've gotten a... We you're getting sucked into space. Okay. And you die. Okay. Death. Yeah. Death by space.
0: Because what it. it is is that there's no pressure on your skin, so you kind of... I want to say, like, not evaporate, but you kind of, like... what's well, so what I was wondering if you're essentially explode kind of explode you kind of blow up a little oh so gross there's no pressure on you because space like well that's one of the besides giving oxygen one of the main things that space right. does is right. keep pressure on you that's why they're like a giant inflated balloon all your cells of. fall apart oh yeah. yeah 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 mental
1: note that is not how i want to go out no
0: that, <laughs> trust me explosive decompression is not the way you want to go out Ew. that sounds In terrible space. um <laughs> But if it happened in a hyper, in in while you're in hyperdrive, the ship would probably just instantaneously explode. You wouldn't feel about anything. I'm kind hey, of kidding. Hey, that's thinking,
1: okay with that. Go out with yeah, a yeah. bang. <laughs> <Get> <laughs> <it>? <laughs> okay, a hyperspace bad. bang. That went dark.
0: Let's come back. Let's come back. <laughs> um, so that's why they couldn't dial home because you know there there's there no, is no home. there's no like last origin right digit icon thing to chevron.
1: press. Thank you. Um, I think you're just testing me now. I was like, I know this one, I know this one, I know this one. It's a chevron. Tealuk is actually only qualified to
0: pilot the Death Glider, so he's not even sure he could pilot this ship, because uh, mm-hmm. it's all new technology, since, you know, he he turned his back on on the, uh, the ghoul, <laughs> yeah, rightly true. so. Right. So they leave the room, since the Royal sarcophagi are often, not often left unattended, and they don't want to meet any more Ch'apa.
1: It's like that fear when you go on vacation and you come back and they're like, everything's changed. All your computers and all the programs yeah, yeah. are different. Except this is really happening to Tio. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, you left? We changed everything. Yeah, everything's has upgraded. <laughs> the locks have been changed. Yeah, that's not the passwords anymore to get into <laughs> any of the stuff. You have to memorize it all.
0: So down the hallway, they hide from some marching you They notice a whole room of Death Gliders getting ready to go. How about that? Awesome. <laughs> they're, ready to, they're, they're on an attack ship headed for Earth. Uh, and if they, I think this is where they estimate that the, the ship can only go 10 times the speed of light, only 10 times
1: the speed That's of all. light. That's all. It's not that fast. Uh,
0: you know. <laughs> so they had maybe a year before it gets to Earth because based off like the planet that the ship was orbiting around okay. when they first gated there. Um, and there's an overhead announcement that Al Jafar being summoned for a gathering because even on a gold ship, you have a PA system. Makes they're sense. Like, well, yeah,
1: makes sense. You got to get people to the lunchroom when there's, you know, hot lunch and stuff. Oh, <laughs> is, it ta- is it Taco Tuesday? Yeah, it's Taco Tuesday. Everybody, Taco Tuesday, come everyone. get them while they're still here.
0: <laughs> they were Jaffa cakes, uh, I know. <laughs> which is an actual thing. What is a Jaffa cake? <laughs> I want one. They're like these little. If i they're like they're English and they're these little cake things. I they're want literally cake now. called.
1: They're like. They're like little Debbie-ish. You know, type this things. is the second mention of cake in one day, and I still have no cake in my face. <laughs> the cake is alive. <laughs> ah, no. <laughs> um,
0: I just pulled up a picture for for Gracie of Jaffa cake.
1: Holy moly, it's a real thing. Yeah, they're, they're like cookies. little Debbie snacks.
0: They're like a cookie things with like a chocolate on top. Want?
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's happening.
0: We're gonna find some. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. <laughs> So, um, they followed the Jaffad's to the room that they gated to originally. The sarcophagus is now there. Uh, and every costume imaginable is in this room. Like, yeah. it's just... I, like, there's no consistency between, especially <laughs> the females' costumes. It's like a gathering of the world there. It's like,
1: here's all the things that you might ever want, ever. I it's think like, there's, a, like... Why is a wardrobe dis- so important when you're I going think to war?
0: discarded costumes from all the previous episodes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more just like a little flashback for us <laughs> than anything else. It's like, where's <laughs> Waldo? Um... And a bunch uh, of little Easter eggs. I bet Hathor's costume hanging out in there. <laughs> That's right, I mentioned Hathor. Oh man. Fight me.
0: <laughs> so the Circle TV, uh, turns on
1: mm-hmm. and it's
0: Apophis. <laughs> Yay. No. Oh, no. He says they're at the end of a very dark the end of a very dark moment approaches, they're gonna wipe out the sor- the scourge, which is us. <laughs> um he'll join them when they exit hyperspace, but for now they should follow his son's orders if they f- if they were his own, his son, which happens to be the mighty warrior Corel, aka Skara dun, dun, dun. Clorox.
1: Can we just call him Clorox <laughs> yeah. because I'm okay with that. Clorox.
0: Um, he's officially Clorox for the rest of the episode. <laughs> so Jack is pissed. Yeah, pissed. Well, yeah. And uh, discussed that the Golden Side, uh, disgusted, really, that the Golden Side, Scarra, is Apophis' son. Daniel mm-hmm. and Carter are going to set C4 all over the ship, and Jack are going to go and get Skara. Even if it's an emotional decision, it's also the best tactical choice as well. Right. And the contingency plan is C4. So we see Clorox sitting in front of the window <laughs> in, the, uh, in the bridge control room. Yeah, yeah. Um, he turns, seems to be like Turning out a control panel Things are popping up It's like a
1: transformer Right He's, control he's panel. playing with things He's so being fancy time
0: Teal'c and Jack <laughs> Quickly take down the guards But Clorox has a handwritten device But before he can get Jack with it teal grabs him uh, Teal tells Jack how to shut the door and like lock it. Oh, that's it, right! Because it's got it's some like weird
1: hidden lock. Yeah, it's like a weird hidden lock thing, and then you hit it. It's with like the exact look, look. Now Pretend you're in the side scroller. <laughs> there's a glitch in this wall that you can go behind. Yeah, go behind that glitch, and that's how you open this wall. Exactly. That, that, and that is also. I there's also a couple extra lives back there. Yeah, yet? yeah, yeah. Grab the lives. Grab the cupcake from the yep. Ducktales game. That's right. It's a Ducktales <laughs> reference. They're back. <laughs> there's the one. I think that is the one game that I learned how to do. You know the hidden I levels. Never. I don't think I played that. Is this an? Is this Super Nintendo? Was, game? It was NES. It was it was original Nintendo. Oh, I never played. And that it was thing. just called Ducktales. And there was all these different places you would go to find treasures, but really you're trying to beat uh, magic and a magic a dispel. And there's one where you go into a diamond mine. I think it's in the diamond mine, and if you. Go down, and you drop down far enough, but then you go left instead of right. You go behind the screen, and then there's a there's a treasure chest, and there's a cupcake in it, and maybe a life. I don't remember. What does a cupcake do?
0: I, I think a cupcake
1: fills your little heart bubbles. Oh, okay. Usually, they come from Miss Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait. we're back <laughs> Jack sh- Chilk
0: shows Jack how to sh- lock the doors uh, and Jack says hi to Skara and Clorox is I love
1: smug. That. It says hi to Skara he does he's like Stop, hey, Skara. <laughs> hey
0: Skara and like Clorox just looks back pin, at him, bro. smug he's <laughs> yeah. just like I hate you I'm gonna rip your face off like yeah. literally
1: I want to rip your face off to be fair he is a teenager that could just he's be a little, like teenagers there's a little yeah. like if there. like if he looked at my mom that way she'd be like please
0: <laughs> yeah please oh no you don't get uh, the mom, that look because yeah. <laughs> trust me, the mom doesn't even have to exert any power the to take you down. The mom look that goes back, yeah. The mom back that goes back girl. at that. At the, the look that Clorox gives Jack right there, th- the Jack right there th- like if there was a mom <laughs> would send a look back that he would just cower away right here, Skara I'm just, exi- getting, just I, getting, I am exiting this body now. You can have a just see
1: this little girl <laughs> jumping, out of, leaping out of this
0: poor kid's body. <laughs> Which is why they just need to have, like,
1: one of our moms on this team. You, to be fair, you can take done. my sister. <laughs> that woman is a mother to four teenage daughters. Oh, yeah. and I don't know how she's done it's it. Done. I'm, I'm pretty sure she sold her soul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Daniel and Sam are around the ship planning C4. Sam has figured out that there, you know, should be fuel for the Death Glider somewhere. And <laughs> fuel's usually combustible. Yeah. So in a smart move, we blow one up. Chain reaction down the line. <laughs> Save some T4 for other places on the ship. Done. Okay. So Jack tries to talk to Scarra, uh, but Clorox is still in full control. Yes. Uh, Apophis is his father. His choice for a host, uh, and it's his choice to pick Scarra Right. as his host. This is mine. I keep it now. Um, he taunts Jack, saying that Skara has a feeble mind and he suffered greatly.
1: So Jack punches him in the face. Right. Uh- <laughs> That's kind of weird, you know, because you're really just punching Skara. You are. But okay, let's go. But, let's move. Let's move with to it. To be
0: fair, he deserved a little smackdown. He probably he, did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, this is why he did it—like gut punching or something. Just a smack him across the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Clark thinks Jack would make a great host. Uh, Jack threatens to hit him with a Zat gun. Mm-hmm. Tick lets him go, and Jack fires, and he gets Skara back for a second. He calls for Shaw Ray and Daniel, and he's frightened, and he hopes Jack is still his friend. He asks for forgiveness for what they're about to do. Um, and you have this moment in the I will give Alexis Cruz full credit because the transitioning between these two characters that are so wildly different right. was
1: be- was amazingly done. Well and up until now, um I know Scar is important. Yeah. And I know he's important to, to Jack and I know he's important to to Daniel, to Daniel because he's Shari's brother and and not, but his, I didn't I mean not, his brother in law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so but up until now, I was like, okay, whatever, this dumb kid. Yeah. This dumb kid's going to get in trouble, and we're all going to have to yeah. deal with it. And then we get here, I'm like, see? See? Yeah. He got us into trouble. And exactly. And then you get a moment of him, and you're yeah. like, oh, crap. He's still just I'm like a invested. young kid. I'm invested. Yeah, he's <laughs> still just a
0: young kid that was, you know, when when you think of it, in, when he was in that, um, in the dungeon where he got picked, yeah. he was just trying to, he was like anything to take him instead of a sister. Yeah. You know, he was doing what every, let's say, as long as you like your sibling, what any sibling would do to... to, uh, to, You don't even have
1: to like them if you love them.
0: (laughs) But, I I mean, he was trying to do the brave thing and say, like, this and take me instead. And this is what happened when they... Yeah. And it's not that they took him instead. They took him as
1: well. Yes, I agree.
0: Um, So, you know, this is, you know, he goes from, he goes from, you know, the, the full ghouled moment here to this frightened kid, this frightened... You yeah. know, young man, and all of a sudden he goes right back to
1: to the yeah. Gold. There's a glimpse of him in there. It's just enough to let us know there's yep. This kid's still inside.
0: And Clorox is black, and the Jaffa break into the room, and they're all surrounded. Dun dun dun. So the Jaffa order <laughs> the Jaffa order Clorox released, or yeah. they'll kill the human. Which right. Teal'c says, then he'll kill Clorox. But that would kill Skara instead. Yeah, it would. So Teal'c releases him. Clorox fires a zek at a jack. He goes down hard, um, and now he can give the human and the traitor
1: to his father. Yeah, see, you should have just killed them. And I say that like I'd be able to do it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, but that's kind of what needed to be done there. It's
0: kind of, a it's you know what needed to be done, and B you know there, it's the back and forth of of the question of if if you can honestly get the gold out of Scar, it's or out of the yeah the Gould out of skara it's the give and take of you know do you sacrifice this young man in order to kill this greater terror or do you save him with the hope that you can that you can part ways and just kill the yeah. evil entity inside of him
1: i'll tell you this if we're ever in this situation you're going to kill just me just kill the grace and okay. i will probably kill you back <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe because <laughs> here's the thing: if they had
0: not run into the into Thor's hammer earlier in the season, and they weren't given that hope of the fact that they could save them, you're very right. Would he have killed? Would he have killed Scara slash Clorox right here,
1: or oh, killed Clorox you and sacrificed
0: um, Skara?
1: Yeah, you make a great point. He because we know that there is some sort of Reasonable hope. Yeah, they had no clue that there was any hope beforehand. Not like the Daniel hope that he had before. Yeah. That was
0: just, that was just like, hey, I hope, but this the, was actual proof that you
1: can get it, you can safely separate a gould and the host. You're right, you just made Thor's hammer more important to me. Dang it! You're right.
0: Yeah, it's because had you not had that, I have a hunch they would have been a lot more likely to to take down the immediate threat,
1: right? Instead right. of instead of trying to because save yeah, the if host. if you did not have proof at this point that there is a way to save the host, yeah, Jack would have gone with what he does know,
0: and it's also and,
1: and maybe been he's able also to do keep in mind because it's
0: not that this is not just a random host. That's true. If this was Hathor. Yeah, you would have given almost no thought to the host. Yeah, it's because this is Skara.
1: Yeah, because they wouldn't they have kept Apophis son alive. dying with his own gun again. Exactly. Yeah, they oh, wouldn't Lally have. Molle. They
0: wouldn't have killed. They wouldn't thought twice of killing Apophis. They wouldn't have cared about the host if this was Apophis. But because this is Skara, if this was Sean well, Ray, yeah.
1: that part makes sense. But yeah. the idea is, I think Jack is strong enough to wear. He might have been able to do it, yeah. even if it was Skara, if there was no If they no haven't run into Thor's hammer earlier. Stupid hope, always mixing things I up. I know. <laughs> um,
0: so, back to Sam and Daniel. Uh, Sam figures out that the Naquid in the gate will magnify the explosions. So they set some C4 around the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, everyone, they they fill the room again, and they call Apophis up on Circle TV. Sphere TV. <laughs> That's um, right. Clorox presents Jack and Teal to Apophis. They don't really know where they came from.
1: Yeah, they found them after the departure. I'm not going to question how this got here, but look, I got you this.
0: Yeah. So Jack tries to say that there's thousands that came through the gate with him. You know, right? Cle- he's not even trying to he's make it convincing. Yeah. He's, well, he's yeah. not even trying to say it convincingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, I don't even give a shit right now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, but Clorox, The longer I'm talking, the less I'm dead. Exactly. That's kind of where I think he's coming from. Um,
0: but Clorox assures <laughs> Apophis that there's no more. Apophis orders Junior to be taken from Teal'c and to let Jack watch Teal'c suffer and die. Uh, and he goes, you can just kill Jack. Do whatever yeah. you want. Just kill him soon. Um, Clorox orders them both to the Peltec, which is actually, Peltec is the, the bridge we've already been oh, in that okay. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Um, Sam says that they should follow them and detonate the ship as a last resort. Mm -hmm. Um, And just to make sure that that plan doesn't go bad, like that Daniel and Sam aren't killer captured, she set a timer, 24 hours. It'll automatically go off unless they, you know, personally...
1: That part was interesting too. Is Sam and Daniel look at each other like we now have to be the badasses? Yeah, this is the thing. We've got to do it. Well, I have no, pr- I have no qualms that Sam can be a badass. No, I absolutely here's agree. The thing. If it, but er- she's gotten real comfortable taking that second in command role. Yes,
0: and I also think that when the season started, if I would have told you that Sam was gonna or Daniel was gonna be a badass,
1: I wouldn't have believed you. I didn't believe you. I think you tried, and I've yeah. been like, no, I don't like him. And now, <laughs> and in this episode, when I'm like, Daniel could be a badass. He here's might the thing, be. when. Later, Sam hands him an extra gun. That's true. I think it's he had to, passable now. Yeah, he had to go through all the things he went through. I think he had to start as the inept, yep. bumbling, you know, dude with the glasses stereotype to get here. Yep. You got to start somewhere. Exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun to see him and Sam. Sam is fully capable of being a badass. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think we. I just she got so comfortable taking that second in command thing. She's like, she's good with it. She's
0: <laughs> good. I feel like I'm the same way. Like I can take yeah. command if I need to, but I'm really good at being like your, tell your me everything, tell yeah. me everything you need to do in the list and I'll get everything done. She's a good done. co-pilot.
1: Um, but it's, it's nice to see them step up every now.
0: Yeah. So, um, Clorox taunts Jack. Mm-hmm. You want to head back to your home planet? <laughs> we'll look out the window. Yeah. We have an extreme deceleration. Everyone falls down again. Yeah. Uh, and we see that we're passing Saturn. Clorox tells Jack that he'll get to see his world one more time, and then watch it be destroyed. This is not good things. No. Back at the SGC, Walter points out that they have a problem. The Karn deep space radar just picked up two large blips passing Saturn, heading towards Earth, and NASA positioning Hubble to take a look. So here's your... There's not too much to cover in a uh, history or science segment okay. in this episode, but there's a tiny, tiny one. But tell me. Yeah. Um, so the Karn deep space radar is not a real thing. Okay. However... There is a deep space radar system. Oh, there are about 120 degrees around the planet. One's in Goldstone outside Barstow, California. I know where that is. Um, one in uh, Madri- outside Madrid, okay, Spain. One is outside Canberra in Australia, and yeah. it's part of JPL. And they're really they're very large arrays that are used for deep space communication, oh, like cool. Voyager, like anything we send out yeah. in deep deep space. These are because because they're set at 120 degrees around the Earth, almost. They can be in communication at all times in any direction. I dig it. So I think they just made up a fourth radar for this. Well, Um, next
1: time I'm going to Vegas, I'm going to road trip out to Barstow. And try I try and find a thing. I
0: think you can I know you can visit the one in Australia. I think you can visit the other ones too. That they're just like awesome. large. It's like a series of large satellite dishes.
1: Dig it. Anyone um, out there let me know.
0: And <laughs> fun <laughs> fact, according to the International Telecommunication Union, cuz that's a real thing. Wow. Uh, deep space starts two million kilometers away from the Earth's surface so missions to the moon do not count I was
1: gonna say so how far away is that um although they did
0: help with the Apollo program but it's more of like it was more like a backup system okay. like extra they helped amplify things gotcha when the but in general like the moon does not count in this so how step.
1: far is two million kilometers away how far away is our next I don't because again we're does in it, America
0: yeah two kilometers, kilometers doesn't make sense to me okay um it's but it's a distance out there. Like gotcha. it's, I don't, I don't think Mars even counts. Wow. I think you have to get. I could be wrong. Please do not count me with my astronomical
1: distances. But um, <laughs> how dare you not know astronomical distances. outer outer solar system is definitely <laughs> Got included it. on this. Got it. Like okay. like like beyond the Saturn the is totally included. In not this. our neighbors, but the far yes. away guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People whose yards we're
0: not worried about. Um, and I was try- I tried to look this up because I remember this one scene, and I could not find out what film or TV series, but I remember this is going to be of help to no one. But <laughs> maybe someone out there listening to this un- remembers the same... There's a scene in a movie-slash-TV like, miniseries where they actually went out to the Canabara um, deep space radar. Oh. And I... Almost want to say it was for an Apollo mission Because they had to race out there In order to keep in constant communication With whatever got lost Stuck out there And I don't know if this was like a different it wasn't a different recounting of like Apollo 13 but it was something where they had to race out there because then he had a little in his off time there was like a connection with the aborigines that (laughs) that like lived outside so it wasn't necessarily a documentary but it may have been like a a fictional
1: it was totally it was totally it's Crocodile Dundee Dundee goes to space yeah yeah that's totally a thing that's it but anyways it it does exist and
0: everything I looked up I could not find it but anyways we'll figure some out Hubble of course (laughs) Hubble of course is quite real. Uh, I think everyone knows Hubble. Yeah. Um. But We're it's besties. the one thing I always find is that Hubble does take pictures of things in our own solar system, but mm-hmm. it's not its strong suit. Like oh. Hubble's essentially a super zoom lens. Gotcha. Yeah. It can focus on things in the solar system. It's
1: just not. It's it's not the best for the job. It's not
0: the best thing for the okay, job. Okay, I'm good with that. Um. But yeah, you can. I can. can they can com- completely be repositioning Hubble to take pictures.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, if the world's being threatened by alien life forms, yeah. you might use everything. Like you've I got. don't
0: think I don't think Hubble could get a picture of Mars. I don't think it can zoom oh, wow. in that tight. Yeah. But I, I know I've seen pictures of, of Jupiter and Saturn taken okay. them a couple. So um and that's been your little quasi Moment science
1: science, according to Stargate. <laughs> I like it.
0: So Hammond points out that Daniel is the lucky one. He doesn't have to see be here to watch his nightmare come true. Hmm. And he picks up his red phone and asks to speak to the president. And the look, the thing that caught me in this scene is the look on Walter's face. Yeah. He has such a still-in-control, terrified look on his face. Yeah like he has his he has a face of going
1: fuck he's got a face that just registered everything that's about to happen yes. and the fact that his job is not done yeah that's pretty much what his face registered that he's going to be on the front lines of watching that he's like okay happen. these are all the things that are going to happen yep compartmentalize your fear and, and get back here's to here's your moment
0: of fear. Yeah. <laughs> now suck it all in and stick it in the back of your brain. Yikes. You so back on the ship, uh, Sam and Daniel are walking the hallways and they hear footsteps again and this mm-hmm. time they see the Jaffa getting into their death gliders because they went and hit again. They keep yeah. hiding in the same room because there's only one there's corridor. There's only one place to there's hide. There's well, actually, there's only one corridor built <laughs> for the ship
1: and that just corridor or, just yeah. happens to they go just to the... finished, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so back on Earth, Hannah stands in the control room talking to a large group of people. Um, the president is mobilizing every branch, including the Guard and the Reserves. The Air Force efforts will be under the uh, Stargate commands. Um, they're to make sure they have a link to AF SATCOM for cryptic communications to all Air Force bases and NASA. And he asks Walter, um, and the, but they still. Blah, blah, blah. There's still no clear picture. Yes, he does ask. That's the thing I was trying talking too fast i tr- <laughs> almost got that entire paragraph out you made you were doing so well i was really I know, proud of you i know for a second he but he asked walter <laughs> and walter says they still not a clear picture of what they're facing
1: yeah so there's something the shit is about to hit the fan yes we're aware but we don't know how bad it's gonna and be. this
0: is what i find interesting on a try to go behind the scenes like trying to put this in the real world something would have to be said People are going to notice that the president is is setting every military personnel up on alert.
1: Yeah. So what goes into this address? I have no because clue. There is a presidential address that has to happen.
0: That's what I find. Like to me, that's kind of what I want to know.
1: Do you lie? Do you call it a meteor? Do you call it some sort of thing that we're going to try and blow up? Do you
0: just say that that Straight NASA has up. NASA has found something heading towards Earth? Yeah.
1: Use deep you impact. Is this deep okay, impact? let's see. My um, PR 101, yes. right? From my COM 101 courses, is this: you don't lie. Yep. You So you don't lie. So yeah, yeah. first thing you don't do. So you tell the truth. You say something is coming. Yep. But you don't give details.
0: We have we've have, there is something on the uh, deep space radar. So you say around exactly Saturn. what's
1: happened. We've mm-hmm. picked something up on the radar. Yep. Um, and we are prepared. Yeah. Uh, to the best of our ability to meet it with equal force.
0: So you essentially, in this, you have a deep impact. Uh, everyone's getting up. Everyone is heading home to their family. There is mm-hmm. panic starting on the streets. Yeah. Uh, and you have some You have some cults saying it's now doomsday. Yeah. You have other people trying to welcome the alien
1: overlords that they assume are coming. It's like the episode of Rick and Morty called Get Shrifty. <laughs> the aliens just want us to show them what we got. <laughs>
0: to, like, 1990s science fiction films, and you go into current <laughs> cartoons.
1: You, well, card- I think there's a general theme that we've picked up here, that Grace watches a lot of cartoons. <laughs> and
0: I watch a lot of 90s. Uh, yeah. Let's
1: dig it. Okay, are So, we?
0: back on the ship, uh, Sam and Daniel are standing around a door. She gives Daniel the extra guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are that desperate that you're giving Daniel more yeah. guns. God, this is so bad. Here, have a gun. <laughs> she throws <laughs> a smoke grenade Uh and they break their way into the door where Jack and Daniel are. Jack and Daniel. Jack and Teal are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And they start taking Jafar out. Jack and Teal join in some hand-to-hand combat taking out extra Jafar. Let's do this. Clorox grabs Daniel with his uh, hand device and Jack points a gun at him. I think the rest of Jafar are dead at this point. Right. Um, But Jack points a gun at Clorox, screams to Skara. Daniel is clearly in pain. Like, there's no noise but you can tell Daniel's like the cringing... Um, Jack calls out a few more times before Jack... Uh, Teal'c warns him that he has to take action, and eventually Jack does. He fires. Um, Daniel is released. He can't even talk. He's just, like, fumbling. He's, like, conscious, but he's just not even he's aware of things. are trying to catch his... Yeah. Life back. He, yeah. Um, and Scar is back and ends up dying there in Jack's arms. Yeah. Um, that part sucks. Teal calls to Jack... Who says he needs a second, but that can't happen because you they're don't have a second <laughs> now at Earth. And they're going they were clearly going way faster than ten times the speed of light. Yeah. And the
1: death gliders are prepared to launch. We're looking out our non-window window. And shit. And we're seeing all the garbage. There yep. was no Stargates needed. No. No. They're no, just no. straight up coming to you. And now it's to be continued. Yeah. Holy cliffhangers! <laughs> now, here's the thing. Yeah, it's all fun and games when you're jumping through stargates to yep, these yep. far, far away places. Oh, well, it's, it's not even real life. It's all pretend things. <laughs> Is this but just when you're to driving, <laughs> when you're driving to Earth, you're caught in a landslide. That's yeah. And there's, no there's no escape, escape from, from reality. reality. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I know it's still a TV show, but at this moment, my heart dropped a little. I was like, oh, it's real now. They're oh, here. Oh,
0: that could be and like circling Earth right well, now. And we that's the knowing. thing.
1: And, and, you know, and that's what I I think of, it, you know, because I believe there could be stuff out there. And mm-hmm. I love the idea that we can jump these stargates and travel these far distances. But there is also the possibility that things are right around the corner. Yeah. Holy farts. Yeah.
0: Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. And here's the, other, here's the biggest thing, is that they would not be here if we hadn't we gone out meddling in the first place. and sleeping bear. And killed Ra, because they wouldn't have realized that we existed still.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: We did this. But we killed Ra. And this is us now. now they are circling Earth ready to kill us all. Oh, crap. Basically, this is, again, they're going to come down like an independence day. Well, we started this, so now mm-hmm. we got to finish it. Maybe this is actually. Maybe this is the setup for the new Independence Day two film.
1: That would be awesome. <laughs> I still don't know if it's going to be good or bad, but I'm watching. Here's the thing:
0: it's either there's good, it's going to be one of two. Th- there's going to like there's three options. It's going to be <laughs> it's going to be good, uh-huh. legitimately good, like the first movie was. Okay. It's going to be horrible and shitty and completely unwatchable. Mm-hmm. Or. What I'm actually kind of rooting for, it's going to be so bad, it circles back around to being good. Oh, it's
1: going to be one of those movies. That you
0: just love it for its insanity. Yeah, there's
1: no middle ground. There's no middle ground. Even if it is, although that could, what if that's the case? If it's just disappointing?
0: I don't want, I
1: can't. Oh, uh, What if it's just like but eating rice cakes? But it's Independence Day. It can't be disappointing. Uh, I love that, I do love that the trailer. Um, to the people working yeah. on Independence Day, either make it amazing or just make it just go balls to the wall and make yeah. it the worst thing you've ever done. Which would make it good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I, I just love the fact that in the trailer, the really the only word, the only words I think that are spoken almost are the, the rally cry from the president That's in right. the first film because... I think I've quoted half of it on this podcast already early on. It is still my favorite call to arms speech. (laughs) I can recite the entire thing for you, and I love it to death. Please don't. I'm not. I'm not.
1: Or do. Maybe do. I don't know. I'm good. I'm holding
0: it
1: back. They will no longer be. <laughs> I think that should be like the morning chant at work yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out there the and make some Fourth of July will no
0: longer be known as American holiday. <laughs> <laughs> the day the world cried out in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. <laughs> <laughs> we will not give out without a fight. <laughs> I like it. Let's do this. Anyways,
1: I'm excited um, now. I'm gonna go hit something.
0: I was the person who, while watching the trailer, was reciting it as the trailer started. And then I finished the line and noticed that the trailer did not finish the line. And I was like, oh, shit. That's got not real. good times.
1: That's not good times. Yeah. Oh, things got real now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> so here's where it comes to fun. Okay. So we have... Um, I don't think we actually got for for crying out louds here. <gasps> dun, Let me dun, search.
1: Dun. Um, no for crying out louds. Definitely no nope. Holy Hanas. We have
0: no for crying out louds. Yeah, Holy Hanas don't kick in until a little bit later. Okay. Um, That's right.
1: You've said that before.
0: Yeah. So... Does this go on your list? Absolutely. Because I'll tell you, this goes on my list. Absolutely. Where does, does. it go on your list?
1: Um, I think I lose Tin Man. Tin Man? Yeah.
0: All right. Is this go Is number five on
1: your list? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's where we end up.
0: All righty. This one actually, for me, um, goes on number three on my list and kicks oh. off number five. So your list currently, number one, Children of the Gods. Yeah. Number two, Solitudes. Okay. Number three, Torment of Tantalus. Number four, Enemy Within, and number five is the Serpent's Grasp. Grace, <laughs> are
1: you locking in this answer? Is I this think your final answer? This is not my final answer. <laughs> These are the five. Okay. But I don't know that that's my order. Okay. So I kind of want to. One and two are my bookends. Okay. So Children of the Gods and then Serpent's Grasp. Yes. Um, and then. I As like, you're one in five, those become my one and two.
0: Oh, you're one and two. Okay, yeah. So Serpent's grass is number two.
1: Yeah. So okay. I just, you know, just do the nice little wrap around the beginning of the end, cut out yeah. all the middle. Alrighty. Um, and then oh, fart. I did that wrong. <laughs> um, oh goodness. You know what? I'm just gonna go in chronological order. So okay. we're going to go Children of the Gods Enemy Within uh, Torment of Solitudes And Serpent's Grass So one Oops uh, Yeah I can't Children type. of the Gods is one Okay um, The Enemy Within Enemy Within is two. number two Torment of Tatalus is 3. 3. Solitudes is 4. Okay. And then Serpent's Grasp is 5. We're just going to go in chronological order to okay. help my anxious brain. <laughs> so, my top
0: 5 list uh for season 1 mm. is Solitudes number 1 still. Okay. I it just I can't kick Solitudes off my uh, my number 1 spot. It's a good it's a good one. Singularity is number 2. Those have always been my top 2 episodes of the season. Gotcha. Number three is The Serpent's Grasp, the season finale.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Number four is Thor's Hammer. Okay. uh, For various reasons. Yeah. Uh, One, I cannot tell you about. Uh Uh-huh. And, which is kind of unfair because it's on my list because of future knowledge. Right. um, But two, and more importantly, it'd be there anyway because Norse and Vikings. Right, right, And (laughs) number five is of Tantalus. (laughs) So I do, I, unlike you, do not have the Children of Gods on my list.
1: You, You know, I gotta, you gotta start at the beginning. And There's something about is that. This true,
0: and like I said, and I've always said from from the beginning, this is my pure enjoyment level, not sure, necessarily quality. Sure. Yeah. So, for to save a little bit of arguing for you guys, uh, we <laughs> have we have narrowed down the top ten to uh, in our views the top ten episodes of the season. Right. We have not, however, put them in order yet. This will be fun. <laughs> so right now they are in vaguely chronological order, not really. The end gets a little not, But anyways, the top ten in no particular order. Children of the Gods, The Enemy Within, Solitude, Singularity, Tin Man, Thor's Hammer, Torment of Tantalus, Within the Serpent's Grasp, The Nox, and Korai.
1: Dun, dun, dun. So now...
0: So it's interesting. We had a few back and forths. We yeah. wanted Originally, we didn't have Bloodlines or Korai on our list. No. And we decided
1: there should be a Teal'c episode. So that, there's something that did go into this, is we wanted to make sure to, to have one episode that reflected each character. Yes. And I think Korai does that for Teal'c. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, which one was it? Is it Solitudes is the Sam episode? Solitudes is Sam and Jack. Yeah, that's right. Singularity that's, is the Sam episode. Yeah,
0: I think Torment of Tantalus does show a very interesting side of Daniel in there. That's, that's because our Because of his, yeah. his, his question for knowledge in that right um so where should we start what do you think is the best episode this entire season
1: the best if now okay if i'm looking at these solely as standalone episodes and i'm watching the way i watch yeah the way i watch tv this is gonna this might be a surprise okay I think it's Torment of Tantalus. Torment of Tantalus is number one, and really the reason for that, for no other reason other than I'm kind of a little self-centered. Um, <laughs> it's a story I know. It's yeah. a Greek myth that I know. Yep. I understand the theme. It's a very strong theme. Okay. Regardless of the history forward and back of the Stargate, it's just a really good theme to go. All of the world's knowledge. Yeah. In this place, you can't have it. There's nothing to me beats that idea. Um, and if I if I'm gonna justify it using Stargate terms, we we get a lot of history. We do get we a lot of Catherine, history. We meet Catherine. we meet Ernest, Ernest. We, know we have there's more the, there. We
0: have the uh, the wisdom book. Yes. The the book of knowledge.
1: Yeah. Essentially. So this this is absolutely my number one. I think that's where it sticks around.
0: So I guess that's what these what, what are these top ten gonna do? I think are we looking at these? Of if you want to have your uh, your short if you want to watch Stargate in ten episodes over the entire series, I'm okay with that. I mean, so this is this is your this is the top this is the ten that you would watch if you want to hit Stargate in a
1: nutshell. Yes, and and you know you can always go in chronological order, and that's easy for people to find. Yeah, but these are just the but ones yeah. that I find yeah. personally are my favorite.
0: I think think I'm okay with Torment of Tantalus being number Uh, one. Yay! If number two can be Solitudes. Okay. Because you have, I think Torment of Tantalus gives you this nice, wide knowledge of the world, Mm -hmm. but Solitudes is your two your two characters that's,
1: well and that brings you an inverse it just, yeah. it's just clearly looking at these as characters as people as as storytelling mm-hmm. it takes you inside each it, so where there's the other one pushes you out yeah it gives you a place in the universe solitude forces you to look inside yeah that's my that's my okay. thought process alrighty I'm good with that I can do that I will say
0: I think okay again this is not because it's a bad episode it's still in the top 10 it's mm-hmm. a good episode I think number 10 for me is Korai Oh, um,
1: let me see what else is on our list. Because I'm almost got, thinking
0: we have to bounce back and forth here to meet in the middle. Yeah,
1: Children of the Gods, Enemy Within, Singularity, Tin Man, Thor's Hammer. So, yeah, I'll put, I'll take that. I can take Korrae okay. last. Because really, it was our last thought. Yeah. It was kind of like this or that. And yeah. well, we needed a Teal'ka situation happening. So,
0: I guess, let's start filling these in in the middle now. Would okay. you put Enemy Within, above or below, Children of the Gods,
1: uh, oh, Children of the Gods has to come before... Well, no, no, no. Actually, so these become, to me, just about the characters. Just yeah. about the, the story. The characters in the, the story. The single story. These are in, in my Twilight Zone viewing. Yeah. Um, gosh. Because I think, to me, Enemy Within actually goes above Children of the Gods. I, I think it does, yeah. Okay. No, it does. So it absolutely does. So, right
0: now, these are going to be three and four. These will get moved. Yeah. Um... So, but so, then we've
1: also got an episode like Singularity, which I think yeah. might come singularity above. comes
0: next. I think Singularity would come above Children of the Gods. The sure. question is, does it come above The Enemy Within? Well,
1: let's consider what does happens. does the
0: Sam storyline
1: come above the Kowalski storyline? So let's let's consider what happens. Kowalski. So uh, there's this man. He comes back, and he has become what he most hates. Yes. And now And he can't
0: control it. It takes over. He has no control
1: of it and and has to die. Mm Mm-hmm. And 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 does. At the end of the episode, he does. He dies. And so
0: that's one story. In Singularity, you have an enemy has taken a young, innocent girl and and it's turned her into a bomb. In which case you have to Sam has to face this young child and take her to her death.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Effectively. Effectively. Ultimately though. She does not die. She doesn't die. We and wrap And Kowalski one does. We wrap it up in a very 90s sitcom type of way. So
0: it does. The Enemy Within does give you this glimpse into the world of of this is not an everyone goes home at the end of the story plotline.
1: I like that they do that. They stuck okay. with it.
0: So we're, we're we're good. So And Children of the Gods pops down to four and Singularity is number four. See, okay. Children of the Gods drops on the five, and Singularity is number four. So, so far, just so we're keeping track, yes.
1: one is Torment of Tantalus. Yes. Two, two is Solitude. Yes. Three is Enemy Within. Yes. Four is Singularity. Yep. And five is Children of the Gods. Yes. So that leaves us with Tin Man. Tin Thor's Man. Hammer. Serpent's Grasp. And the Nox. Okay. Um, so I am fine to put Tin Man. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not ready to say that yet. Okay. Okay. I'll let you, I'll let you take take a shot.
0: Okay, are we talking about Tin Man next? Um, or do you want to drop down here to go to the Knox?
1: Look, I'm fine to put the Knox at number nine. I know that you love the Knox. Absolutely, I'm aware of that. Um, I like the Knox. Um, Here's the thing. I okay, think. But sell me on it.
0: I, I at least I, because we're looking. I think. Okay. Serpent's grasp, I think, is the highest contender out of the four we have left.
1: Okay. That's true.
0: So the question is, The Serpent's Grasp, is that greater or worse than Children of the Gods? Or is that,
1: does that place well, higher than Children know, of the Gods? Well, you know, I think because Children of the Gods is five, you kind of have to put children, Serpent's Grasp six. Okay. Um, I, I know that it's me, a little bit of my chronological brain wanting to do that. <laughs> but it's also, uh, there's something important about those bookends. Yeah, this is true. Um, it's Something really important about that. And, and you can't have... Um, you can't have the Serpent's Grasp without the Children of the Gods.
0: And you know, and this is also a, a they good, are codependent. And this is they also a good point therapy. of once we mm-hmm. are done with season two, mm-hmm. the Serpent's Grasp very well could be a slash because that and the next episode, right. Serpent's Lair, is really one story. That's, that's so. In right the there. end, Serpent's the Grasp is going to be a slash Serpent's Lair. It's going to be one okay. episode. Gotcha. So for right now, I think it's fine at six, okay. standing on its own, and we'll see what happens to that it does, story. Yeah. When it has its second half to it. Yeah.
1: There is there is something it, it is a little condependent on Children of the Gods because yeah. it is it is right, referring yeah. a lot of the same points. Right now with it's the same right characters. now
0: it's latched on to
1: Children of the Gods yeah. and eventually it's be a latched gold, on to the if have. you will. It's a gold. <laughs> it is a gold <laughs> latched onto its host. <laughs> okay, so that leaves us with we've got Tin Man, Thor's hammer, and the Nox. I do the
0: problem. I have Thor's hammer and the Nox, and I can't decide which one I find
1: better than the other okay um because i love both of them so now i will say this uh we did we did decide because thor's hammer was not anywhere on my list yeah um it is a fine episode it's fine um but i think you know more about it yes because you know the series i
0: know and so i'm looking at it from a purely season one aspect yeah i think i'm going to put the knocks above thor's hammer okay um, the question is: Is where does Tin Man? That's and true. This was on your list and not on mine. It was on my list. So sell me on Tin Man. Well, where you well to go. here's the
1: thing: is I think. Oh goodness! How do I sell Tin Man? Let me look at my notes. Here's the deal with Tin Man: it's it's the the, the idea of us. There's these beings that are still going to exist that are not us, but they're us. Yes. There's these robots. And it is fun. It's a fun storyline. Um, that You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a little steampunky, and we made fun of that. Yeah. And, and they're robots. But at the end of the episode, these people are us. They're clones. And we yeah, get back to this they're thing. They're a mirror image. Yeah, and there's something that if you watch Doctor Who, it's something that never really settled with me either in Doctor Who where um, tenant's Doctor. The
0: same episode with the Sphere Dalek. Yes. Yeah, sphere Gateway it's, thing.
1: It's, it's, you know, you've got this, this clone of yourself, but that's not you, but is you. Yeah. And it's just this constant battle and I can't hold both of those thoughts in my head. So it just intrigues me. But that could just be a personal thing. Okay. And because of that, I'm okay to put it at number 9. Okay. But I just like what it does to the brain. Hmm. It kind of kind of, you know, shocks it out of its place a little. How about this? Okay.
0: How about we split the difference? Okay. How about we put Nox at number seven? Okay. We put Tin Man at number eight,
1: and we put Thor's Hammer at number nine. I'm okay with that. Alrighty. <gasps> Did we just make an order without we any totally... fighting? There was no blood. Ladies and gentlemen, there was no blood. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, we have overall, gang, for our top ten episodes. Season one. Well, no, this is our top 10 episodes of Stargate as a whole. It just currently only contains (gasps) season one. That's true. Top 10 episodes of Stargate, according to Nixie and Grace, are (laughs) number one, The Torment of Tantalus. Number two, Solitudes. Number three, The Enemy Within. Number four, Singularity. Number five, Children of the Gods. Number six, Within the Serpent's Grasp. Number seven, The Nox. Number eight, Tin Man. Number nine, Thor's Hammer. And number ten, Korai. Wow. I know that you guys out there are going. What are you guys talking about? How dare you put those episodes in that order? I this is I can imagine when we started watching this series, this is not in any way the order I thought these would go in, which I find very fascinating. That's really cool. If you guys please tell us what your top five or your top ten of of the series so far is, because we'd be really interested in hearing what your, your guys' opinions are, you guys' arguments. Um Or
1: if there's something that you think should be on the list and yeah. isn't on the list.
0: Give us your argument. We are willing to flex this list. This is nev- this list is never set in stone.
1: Well I and, until and really we I just kinda wanna know series. why. I I wanna know the why because I just love I love getting the other perspectives. Yes.
0: It's Cause until this series is over in ten more years. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's showtime, not real time. Don't
1: worry. <laughs> We're uh, not gonna take us as many as to get. This, this. <laughs> this,
0: this top ten list is never done.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, I, I think even then, you can always argue something.
0: Well, I There's mean, our, something. our yeah. top ten list, our official There's No Place Like Tara top ten episodes <laughs> of the series is not done until the final I episode. I dig now. it. This
1: was a fun, ep- this was a really fun episode. Oh my gosh, this was so fun to do. Um, I'm, I'm trying to wrap up because I'm ready to watch the <laughs> season premiere of season two. She's, she's so
0: ready. <laughs> she came
1: over like hours ahead of time. Oh, yeah, I've been here all day, people. Because we're going
0: to watch that right before the <laughs> What I'm actually more excited for is the premiere of X-Files tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> By the time this is released, we have already had the first episode in the
1: X-Files comeback. And it'll be awesome, I'm I'm sure. so
0: excited. All right.
1: Kaylee Thor is wearing her X-Files shirt tonight. And there was no uh, drink from bartender Nick because he was too busy slaving away making us chilly. Well, to be because. fair, he made the chili yesterday. Today, he, he was did. just it's Dale chili, slaving away, keeping the fire lit but and playing Laura. But it's fifty degrees cross. in Florida, therefore we're we're it was suffering. Actually, 38, 36 degrees when we took the dogs. To we dog made it. Yeah, morning. we actually made it to freezing cold temperatures. Which I'm sorry for the rest of you in other parts of the country. I apologize, but this is cold. And this I was is cold like, I love California girl, and I loved it so much. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
0: we went out yesterday, and Grace had to make sure her
1: Vikings. Uh, yeah, the Vikings geared had her to rope in... me in warm clothing because they're like, you can't leave the house that way, you'll die.
0: Yeah, she had. Like, there's like a light jacket and no scarf. What do you and, mean like... this jean
1: jacket and my beanie is not enough? Look how cool I look! To I look like spend Bruce freaking Springsteen. The scene. entire
0: day outside. <laughs> but yeah, so. We hope everyone enjoyed the first season with us along. I can't believe we made it through the first season. No
1: kidding. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, thank you everyone for whose message or, or emailed or, or tweeted or all the things. You we, guys are we the best. We love hearing
0: back from you guys. We love getting reviews. We are just, we are flattered every time you guys say that you listen to this to this podcast you say that you enjoy it. We honestly, we've said it before, when we started this, we just figured that we might as well have some fun while we're watching the series yeah, and yeah, yeah. our family may listen
1: to it. And the truth is that it has been fun. It's been so much fun. So thank you for Listening, but yeah, this has been great. I because can't...
0: even how many times that I've seen these episodes, me watching them, I normally don't <laughs> dig into them this much. There yeah. is stuff that I'm seeing and noticing here that I have missed on eight times seeing these episodes. That's true. But also, partly because at this point, I just used to put the episodes on the background while I was like right. doing housework. So they're on, but you're not paying attention to them, which is yeah. how I've re watched most of these. So it's been. It's been a lot of
1: fun to rewatch yeah. these. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. And you can find us on Facebook if you search There's No Place Like Tara. You can also send us an email at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. You can send us a message on Facebook as well. I know I've oh, talked yes, to a couple yeah. of you guys
0: there. Um, and as always the best way that you can support us is by rating and review us on iTunes um, that's one of the best ways to get new listeners because the more reviews that we get the higher up we pop on people's yay. like feeds um, and we're getting more and more of those we're very flattered
1: um, um, so yeah. yeah we'll see you guys next week with the premiere of season 2 yay yay we love you guys all thank you so much Bye. bye, bye.